He looked behind the door and it was the skin. And he remembered that the grandmother said, if you move the skin and they come back to look for it and can't find it, that will be your proof that you're married to a hag. Hags are among us, may even be working with you. From South Carolina Public Radio and South Carolina ETV, this is South of Spooky, an exploration of ghost stories, folklore, and culture in the South. I'm Gavin Jackson. And I'm A.T. Shire. This episode, Boo Hags. Friday, TGIF, baby, working for the weekend, and it is here. Ha <laughs> ha, no cases, weekend off, going to spend the whole time with my wife, Caitlin, going to be so wholesome and fun. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Caitlin, my wife, my bride, my muse. Is that you, A.T.? Yes, babes, let's get to it. I'm home. It's been a long week. And I'm ready to have a night in with my wife and cats. Well, about that. I have some bad news. I have to work all night. It's a last-minute thing that I just got called in for, so I'm sorry. But you're on your own. What? Again? But TGIF, and I was singing. Did you hear me humming? I was hoping to have a nice night in. I haven't been able to sleep well, and I've been waking up exhausted. I need this. I don't have time for you or any of this, okay? So call up Gavin or something. See if he can entertain you. <laughs> that is a good idea. You know what that means. I don't know what that means. I'm trying to leave to get to work. It means sleepover! I don't care about anything you mid-30-year-olds do. But I did hear from producer Sean's mom, and you boys have not been nice to him lately. So, if you're going to have a sleepover, you got to invite Sean. <sighs> but wait, he was mean to us in the Lizard Man episode. He kicked down all those doors and almost took the pod from us. Yes, well, his mom assured me that his personality is going to be episode dependent, so you have nothing to worry about. Fine, but Gavin and I don't have to be nice to him. And we're going to stay up late watching scary stuff on TV. Like I said, I don't care what you do, but you do have to be nice. There's beer in the fridge, we got some chips and soda, and do not ruin my roast. It's in the fridge marinating for tomorrow. You know what? Don't even look at it. Just stay away. Don't even uncover it. Okay, well, I'm going to miss you. When are you you leaving? Okay, well, I guess she's gone. Time to call up Gavin. Uh, hoy hoy. Uh, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, what's up? What's, what's going on here? Is this some sort of TGIF emergency? Because it's five o'clock somewhere, and by somewhere, I mean here. Well, Caitlin is working late again. Again? She's been doing that a lot lately. Seems kind of odd for her. Well, you know, I don't really ask questions. Happy wife, happy life. Meh, 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 meh. But nevertheless, it has created a TGIF emergency. <gasps> And the only solution is Y'all ready for this? a sleepover. A sleepover! <laughs> okay, itinerary. First, we got all the classics. We're drinking soda. We're eating junk food. We're playing mall madness. We're playing dream phone. And of course, peace de resistance. The peace. We're watching scary stuff on TV. Oh! 
Yes. Only drawback is we have to invite Sean. Our mean boss from the other episode? He kicked in all those doors during the Lizard Man show. Yeah, 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 I know. That's what I said. I was concerned, too. But his mother has told Caitlin that his persona is completely episode-dependent, and he will be a total 180 from that show. Okay, I uh, still don't know about that, but that'll be fine. We need a third for Mall Madness anyway. Anyhow, I'll see you in five minutes. My TGIF emergency go-bag has been waiting for this moment. Gushers, Dunkaroos, Fruit by the Foot, Game Boys. <gasps> Lunchables. Ooh, shouldn't have left those in there. Anyway, you know what? Don't worry. I'll be there in a minute. Oh, that's Gavin. Party time. All right, get in here, you old rascal. I got everything set up and oh my God, that is a giant emergency TJF back. Yeah, I'm uh, not messing around. You gotta have a plan. Know your zone. Turn around, don't drown. Anyway, the more concerning question here is the number of for sale signs in this neighborhood. And that one over there, I think it, is that police tape on it? What's going on up in this hood, my man? Yeah, it has been a sudden thing recently. It's more like people have just been like disappearing, but let's not let that ruin the party. Yes, the neighborhood's been changing so much. Oh my gosh, Sean! When did you get here? When did you get here, Sean? I'm very stealthy. I often walk around at night. I notice things. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Just remember, Gavin, this is for Mall Madness. This is for Mall Madness. This will all be worth it when you get that shopping spree. You walk around at night? Well, I've heard rumors of something mysteriously stalking around here at night. Okay, so because there's a stalker, you, checks notes, started stalking? It seemed like the most prudent thing to do. Uh, okay, can we wrap up this stalking talk and uh, get the mob madness going, please? <laughs> yeah, let's get to shopping. Attention mall shoppers, there is a clearance at the Sunglasses Boutique. The Pizza Hut Personal Pan Pizzas should be here in about 30 minutes. <gasps> What? Personal pan pizzas? My parents never let me have one. Oh, I'm so glad I brought all these two liters of soda. The stage is set. The pieces are on the board, all in their place. Um, okay. Well, it's honestly just a game that teaches you how to be a good consumer in our end-stage capitalistic society. Hey, you get a special sale. <gasps> oh my god, a sale at the fashion boutique. All the clues are there. Did you hear them? An absent wife, a husband who cannot sleep, neighbors missing. It's been almost seven minutes since the start of this episode. So much setup. Do you see? Play along with me, dear listener. Pay attention if you hope to survive the night. Who, who are you talking to? Oh God, we gotta ditch this guy. Ninety-eight, ninety-nine, one hundred. Ready or not, here I come. Okay, that should keep him occupied for a while. All right, time to watch something really scary besides your gross capitalistic consumption, which 
is, of course, good. So good. Okay, what do you got? What are we watching? All right, let's see here. Shining Omen Aliens. Ah, here we go. Something called Spooky South? I, I don't know. I've been holding on to it for a while. Bought it off the deep web with crypto. Untraceable. It's supposed to be terrifying. I hope you used a VPN so you couldn't be tracked. Oh my God, Sean! 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 Ah! Jesus! We were just coming to find you. Why did you leave your hiding spot? Anyhow, whatever. Uh, this movie sounds stupid. South of Sp- uh, uh, Spooky South? Is that what it is? What a weird, weird name. What's it about? Something called Boo Hags, whatever that is. The hour of revelation is upon us. The unmasking shall begin. Oh, Lord have mercy. Just put the tape in. On this episode of Spooky South, we bring you the tale of a lurker, a monster. Uh-huh. The elusive boo hag. Someone who blends into society, waiting for the chance to strike their next victim. We have expert Veronica Gerald, a former professor at Coastal Carolina University. I'm Veronica Davis Gerald. I grew up in South Carolina, and I'm a descendant of the Brookgreen Plantation, which is now currently called Brookgreen Gardens. My people came out of that plantation into Ory and Georgetown counties. I ended up in Ory County with a mother who was a direct descendant of that plantation, and I taught several years at Coastal Carolina University, 38 years, also Morehouse College in Atlanta, and um, Illinois State University. Came home in 1981, and now I'm discovering a whole new subject base, Gullah culture. Now, what exactly is Gullah, you ask? Well... Well, actually, it's considered to be one of the 11 most endangered cultures in the country, and that we are becoming endangered because we're losing land, people are moving other places, and that kind of thing. We ended up here in about the mid-1700s. Rice was becoming a kind of crop that the planters were thinking about and found that it may be a smart thing to go to rice-producing places in Africa and bring those people here because they already have the experience in cultivation and growing rice. So as a result, that Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Corridor that starts from um, Wilmington, North Carolina, down to St. Augustine, Florida, they're about 12,000 square miles. Some maybe half a million people still reside in that area that identify with Gullah Geechee. And um, that whole strip along the coast was rice-producing areas. So that's why there's so, such large numbers there. And so we did that as a people until 1865, freedom. And then from that point, the rice industry, as we all know, fell because it didn't make sense without major labor. And so people started out-migrating and going to other places. My people out-migrated to Conway because there's a river there called the Waccamaw River. Uh, They out-migrated to Wilmington, places where water, because that's where the work was. So, in a synopsis, the Gullah people are descendants of West Africans who came here because of their knowledge of cultivation of rice, and we have been here ever since. An informative synopsis about South Carolina's sordid past, but that's not why the Gullah are being featured on Spooky South. 
There must be more. What else came with them besides their knowledge of rice cultivation? Actually, we call them ghost stories here, but we have a relationship with the spiritual world. We believe strongly in bilateral worlds. Even when you have a lot of degrees, you believe in those things. One is that there is the world of the living, what we're doing now, and the spiritual world. But a lot of what we hear and we talk about in the larger world are the ghostier parts of it. <laughs> the people who reside in the spiritual world can be ancestors, higher powers, or spiritual inhabitants who don't fit into any category like being human or anything like that. Because of our belief in these two worlds, you have characters. And one of them, what we call in America, ghosts. I don't know how to say it outside of Gullah, but uneasy, an uneasy spirit. Translated, I guess, in the standard English would be an uneasy spirit. They made a movie uh, a while back called Poltergeist, and that was the first time I saw the uneasy spirit on, on camera. This spirit is a spirit that sometimes um, it died or it crossed over tragically. So that's the uneasy spirit. And then you have the haints, the plat eyes, the hags. Ah, yes. Haints? Plat eyes? They're all well and good. But we're here today to talk about boo hags or hags. What are we dealing with when we're talking about being in the crosshairs of a hag? The hag is usually someone that is among us, sitting next to us in church, sitting next to us in school, a normal person, but they have skills where they can outer body travel and for the most part, use it to their advantage. The hags that I grew up hearing about and I lived next door to a hag and heard of hags all my life can come out of their skin and go other places. I've heard of hags going as far away as New York. The other thing that a hag does is it, we call it hag to ride you. The hag can ride you all night. Generally, what it does is it can extract from you your, your strength, your breath, your thoughts, your desires and goals. A hag can leave you without any of those but it's usually done over a period of time. The hag usually has a subject in mind, someone who she doesn't like or she has beef with or wants to do harm to. But hags are among us, may even be working with you. Dude, why did you pause it? This kind of sounds like our buddy Sean. You heard Veronica say it. They might even be working with us. Look at his face. He's toying with us. Oh, cut it out. You've had it out for him this entire time. Now think about it. He's been mad at us since Lizardman. He's admitted to lurking around the neighborhood. Your neighbors have been vanishing. He's been honing in on us. What are you two talking about over there in such furtive, hushed tones? Do you finally see? Uh, no, uh, not us, nothing, nothing. We're, we're actually done, right, Gavin? We're done. Oh, all right, I've had enough. We know, Sean. Okay, we know. You've finally seen enough to put all the pieces together. Revelation has come and we can finally speak truth to each other now. Why would we want to do any of that with you when you're trying to ride us and kill us? You've already started in on AT and you aren't getting me. What? 
ride you. Me? No, uh, wait a second. I've heard enough. We know it's true, Sean. Just admit that you're a hag. Me? How could you have watched that entire show and come away with me being the boo hag? Oh, we saw enough to know. So you never finished it. Like A.T. said, we saw enough. <sighs> come on, guys. You gotta finish these things. Ay, ay, ay. Keep watching. The hag is almost always a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah, we should have kept going. It's always important to read the full article before you tweet about it or, you know, casually accuse people of murder. Sorry, bud. So, um, one of the stories I found in the WPA narratives that were collected in the 1930s under the Roosevelt administration, um, one of the stories I, I heard was a man was married to a hag and didn't know it. And his grandmother told him that you are marrying a hag. And he was in love and didn't really take that seriously. But every night he noticed that she would not be in bed with him. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Guys, what? And so the grandmother told him, the next time she's not in bed, look behind the door. Because one of the things that hags have to do in order to travel is to leave behind their skin because the skin apparently has some inhibitive factor that does not work to her advantage. So the grandmother told him to check behind the door. If you see skin, you're married to a hag. And sure enough, as time went by, he did not believe it and then decided a few years in, I'm going to see what's going on. He looked behind the door and it was the skin. And he remembered that the grandmother said, if you move the skin and they come back to look for it, and can't find it, that will be your proof that you're married to a hag. And sure enough, the person who told this story to those interviewers said that the wife, she didn't have the skin, she couldn't get back in her own skin. And make a long story short, he discovered that he was married to a hag and they divorced and that kind of thing. Well, I guess that's a relief. It means that while Sean certainly is getting under my skin, he's not a boo hag. But something is still off about this entire situation. Things are definitely still boo-haggy around here. This is what I've been tracking, and I've tracked it to your house. What? Think about it. All the pieces are about to fall into place. Oh my god, oh my god, A.T., think about what Veronica said. It hunts at night when it takes its next victim. People are disappearing, you haven't been sleeping well, and where's Caitlin? She's been gone the last few nights. Your neighbors have been disappearing. Caitlin is the boo hag. What? I, I mean, it's been kind of weird lately, but she's not this thing. And even if she was, what would we even do? There has to be a way to save her. Okay, we, I just need to take a time out really quick. I need to go upstairs, get another two liter of Mountain Thunder, and we'll get to the bottom of this. I, I, I can't believe this. It, it, it can't be true. The smoking gun. I'm in the right place. I found rolled up skin in the fridge, covered in blood. And <laughs> liquid smoke, maybe? Oh my god, it's true. My wife is a monster. Now it's all starting to make sense. I thought I haven't been sleeping well because of our cats and Caitlin being out all night. Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, what, 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 what do you do? Calm down, man. Play the rest of the tape. We need the answers. Well, a lot of people used to always sleep with the Bible open to a particular scripture. 
because the hag is very, very curious, nosy, must know everything. And so that would deter her because she would stop to read it. And I think we all know in the earlier generations that the printing in the Bible was very small. <laughs> and then the other thing is just to sprinkle salt and that kind of thing. Almost always people kept sulfur across the threshold. Almost always. You would go to an older person's house and the smell, you would know that's what it was. So sulfur, salt, uh, moving the skin, those are all kind of stories that you hear about the hag wherever you go. And there are some that say there's a certain hue that could possibly save your life. The color blue itself has multiple, multiple meanings. See, blue brings good spirits, and if it's haint blue, it's designed to keep them away. A lot of people, when you go to McClellanville on Highway 17, look at the number of houses with the windows trimmed in blue, still today. So the color blue itself, it wards off bad spirits. Blue bottles on a bottle tree, blue trimmings on a window. If you want to do something very good that day, say if you were doing a phenomenal presentation, wearing blue, because that's going to draw your ancestors. Okay, fellas, here's the plan. I'm going to paint every door and window in this house blue with the old paint from the garage. Gavin, you're going to get every broom and bristled object in this place together and strategically place them in a perimeter. Do toothbrushes work? They can't hurt. Sean, you get outside, draw some lines on the ground, and lay in wait and do whatever it is you do. I prepared a hunting blind next to your driveway four days ago. So creepy, so awful. All right, when she gets here, I'll lure her into the traps, sacrificing myself if it comes to that. We have our marching orders. This monster has booed its last hag. Okay, here's the report. It's just before dawn. The entire house is painted. Every ingress and egress is fortified with a bristled object. We're fully boxed in with lines. Sean, he's been missing for the last two hours, but I can feel his presence. We're as ready as we're going to be, my friend. Oh, my sweet baby angel, Caitlin. Why did it come to this? Why? Snap out of it! That's not your wife anymore. You're, you're right. You're right. Let's just take this bastard down. I hear a car approaching. Are you guys hiding in the bushes? <gasps> what is going on? It's really early. Why are you up? And why are there lines spray-painted all over my driveway? Uh, why don't you come over here and we'll explain everything. A.T. I've been working all night. I'm very tired. I'm going inside. Yeah, I bet you've been working all night. Hunting more like it. Oh, we know. We know. Oh my god, she's over the line. Retreat inside! Did you guys paint my house? And why are all my brooms out? She's gotten through our defenses. Salt her! Mm, you salt! My eyes! They're burning! What the hell, guys? Uh, oops. My house is destroyed, I'm partially blind, and I'm super effing tired. You have some serious explaining to do, misters. 
Well, we may have watched a scary show on TV and may have thought you were a boo hag, an evil spirit from low country Gullah folklore who sheds their skin and rides their victims at night, draining them of their life force. You know, now that I'm saying it, I hear, I, I hear it. I, I, I hear it's not you. But you have to admit, there were coincidences. You were working all night, the neighbors were disappearing, you're sleeping badly, etc., etc. I truly have no idea what you're talking about. And I don't care. I just want to go to bed. I guess she isn't a boo hag. Oh my God, Sean, where did you come from? <sighs> okay, I'm going to bed. And when I wake up, all this better be cleaned up and back the way it was when I left last night. <sighs> Is that my roast on the ground? Oh, that? Oh, that's boo hag skin. Oh, I think the cat's got that, which explains everything. Yeah, the the paint was also the cat's. Well, I gotta go. I'll see you at work. I don't know if I'm happy or sad that he's in staying to help clean up. Oh, this roast is fine. I've eaten worse. Oh, Oh, Gavin! Gavin. (laughs) South of Spooky was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Where did the studio audience come from? Promotional consideration brought to you by L.A. Gears. L.A. Gears, get them on your feet. Wait, were you guys going to kill me? And also, Mall Madness. Hey, go shop at the mall. No, answer the question. Were you going to kill me? Oh, Kaylin, grab a broom. Hi, I'm big-time actor and producer Sean Birch. You may remember me from such vehicles as the Lizard Man episode and the episode you just listened to. Now, here at South of Spooky, we like to have fun, but we also like to learn. So what did we learn today? Well, the Dolodichi culture is one with a rich history, a history of a displaced people who were brought to the United States against their will. And as we learned from Veronica Gerald, it's a culture that is endangered and should be preserved. They brought with them a very rich folklore, full of uneasy spirits as well as haints. One of those haints is the hag, or boo hag. Now, hags tend to be women. Boo hags do walk among us. They could be anyone in your life or anyone that you work with. They ride you while you sleep, draining your life force and your essence. And if you want to distract them, give them something to count. We're talking brooms or small print. They abandon their skin when they go out at night, so always check behind doors. Blue is more than just a color. It's a protection that wards off evil spirits and draws the good spirits of your ancestors. And as I always end my talks, make sure you have all of your facts right when you accuse someone of being a murderer. God, I wish I knew that when I was younger. Thanks for tuning in to South of Spooky, and be sure to join us next time when AT and Gavin go spooting with a professional ghost hunting crew. They may or may not actually get some proof. You'll just have to listen to find out. Anyway, that's enough for me. Roll those credits. South of Spooky is a production of South Carolina Public Radio and South Carolina ETV. It's hosted by Gavin Jackson and me, A.T. Shire. Our producer is also me, A.T. Shire. Joshua Teckel is our research assistant. Amy Crouch is our supervising producer, and Sean Birch is our executive producer. You can find this episode first-hand accounts, research, documents, multimedia, and more 
on SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org slash spooky. Have you had an encounter with one of South Carolina's famed ghosts? Maybe experienced a haunted spot in the South? Witness something no one would believe? Or have a place or tale we should investigate? Well, we'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at spooky at scetv.org and we'll be in touch. Stay safe out there and watch out if you're heading south of Spooky. Spooky.